It's your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Those who listen to our podcast regularly know that I love books about how to think differently. I read books about how to influence people, how to be a con man, how to change habits, and most recently, how to think like a freak, the latest book by the dynamic duo that brought us the Freakonomics series. In today's episode, I share some of the lessons and examples from this amazing book, and I challenge my nimble-minded podcast partner to do a little creative brain experiment. It's a daily dose that just might change your mind. Enjoy. The book that uh, I'm listening to now, Think Like a Freak, they, um, he draws a comparison between King Solomon and David Lee Roth. And I thought that was a very interesting connection. Well, they're both, you know, Jewish. Okay. Um, they both wrote the lyrics to number one songs. Uh, David Lee Roth wrote the lyrics to Jump and Solomon wrote uh, the lyrics to... Uh, a song that was later translated into a very popular song that I can't remember the name of. But uh, in the Jungle, the Mighty Jungle, the Lion Sleeps Tonight. I think it was uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Later remade by those hacks over at Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Uh, and also, both of them had many uh, female lovers. Um, uh, David Lee Roth is reputed to have had sex with every woman who had pants, who had legs in her pants, and actually one amputee as well which was you know, interesting to learn about him. And they both laid out very specific um, guidelines that allowed them to know whether or not uh, the truth was being told. So King Solomon had these two women, both were in the house of a rich man, and they both had babies, and one of the babies died. And then one of the other women said that this woman stole my baby, that my baby was the one that lived, hers was the one that died, so we don't know whose baby it is. And so King Solomon says, okay, let's just go ahead and cut the baby in half. You get half, and you get half. And one of the mothers says, okay, that's fair, that she should not get my baby, uh, then neither of us should. And the other one's like, please, don't give the baby to her. Give the baby to her. And King Solomon gave the baby to the bleeding mother knowing that that must be the mother. David Lee Roth's example was brown M&Ms. Ah, oh, yeah. Brown M&Ms. But he said no brown M&Ms in the M&M bowl, and it was the litmus test for whether or not all of their contract had been abided by. If he could w- just start his event by walking into the green room and looking at the bowl of M&Ms, and if they're brown M&Ms, he knows they didn't read the writing. They didn't read it, yeah. Right? So, but here's the thing. This is the beauty with Freakonomics and the way these guys think. They can take these two things that seem completely different, David Lee Roth and King Solomon. I mean, the opposite ends of the spectrum of wisdom, you might think. Although, Roth is not that stupid. And, uh, and make them seem like something that's almost homogenous. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. I wonder if they have, okay, stay with me here. I wonder if they have their own improv troupe. That they just throw these stuff, throw the stuff out at, <laughs> and they come up with like these things, and the, the Freakonomics guys are just taking notes. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, David Lee Roth and uh, King Solomon. It's, I think this is this is actually it's a hallmark of a creative brain that you can connect two things that seem unconnectable. Yeah. And it's an exercise that I do uh, actually in the room with people when I do my burn in the box talk. It's called night and day. You know, not it's called night and day. Yes, it is called connections uh and the example i give is and i'm giving you this example right now okay so get ready to go a refrigerator Mm -hmm. and a cat go give me five things that they have in common both have milk one both uh leak water (laughs) two um tell me one thing about a refrigerator tell me one thing about a refrigerator it's what 
cold. You know cats? They're warm. My cats are very warm. <laughs> Not emotionally. Warm? Well, that's true. <laughs> yes. So they can both be cold. Emotionally and physically. Okay. And uh, they both uh, rub up against you when you least expect it. <laughs> okay. You have a different fridge than I do, for sure. Well, sometimes you're rubbing <laughs> up against <laughs> like, the fridge. They both purr? They both purr. Huh? Right. Maybe. Uh, right. They both have tails. The refrigerator has a cord. Uh, yeah. The cat has a tail. They both hold fish. Right? <laughs> yes. That's well, you said milk, you milk. know, which is kind of, you know, yeah. the, thing. the thing is this what, it, the skill that it takes for this to, to be able to do this. I'm feeling is, unskilled right now. Which is surprising. This surprised me that you stopped it too, because of all people that I would have expected to go up to 10 or 12, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. would have been you. And I'm sorry to express disappointment because it's not fair. I'm very disappointed myself too. But you are that guy. So, you know, one. One failed experiment. The thing is this, though. To get that effect, to be able to understand those connections, you have to zoom out. And you have to think softly about these things, not hard. Not like, oh, that's a big metal uh, uh, instrument in my kitchen, and that's a soft living thing over there. You know, it's like they're both in homes. You know, things like that where you're like, okay, there are many things that you can connect, but they're not the first things that you would want to go for. Right, right, right. So, and you really didn't fail because you came up with a couple of good ones. There are, you know, when I was first hired at Orlando Health, um, I was given the brick challenge that I think I shared with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I had stopped anywhere before five, I would have not gotten the job. And that was because he was testing to see, you know, what it, what it takes for me to to do the job. I learned something else today about Zappos. They, at one time, and they may still uh, do this, after a month or two of employment with them, they offer a buyout to their employees. They offer them $2,000 uh, to resign the company. That, that comes with a guarantee that you'll never apply to Zappos again. And it's a brilliant, brilliant Like a thing. loyalty kind of. Well, what this is, it says, okay, the kind of people that would say yes to $2,000 and getting out of the company really aren't bought into what we're doing here. Yeah. They're not bought into the culture. They're, they're, they could also be easily attracted away by money from someone else. And it'll cost us, they found $4,000 to find somebody to replace them. Yeah. So us offering them $2,000 to leave allows us the planning time and we can invest the other $2,000 in finding the right person to fill the role. And uh, it just was one of those things where it's so counterintuitive. Why would we do this? You know, like like a charity that says, you make a one-time donation, we'll never bother you again. Who does that? No. Very successful fundraisers do. Oh, really? Yes. Because oh, see, I would think that... What they do is they, they take the donation and they, they send that one final thank you with a little opportunity that says... Please check the box. Never send me information again. Send me information on how my donation has been used. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden oh. now, 60% of the people who are participating in this still want contact. So now they've gotten 60% of the people who thought they were never going to donate because they were irritated by the volume of you know, uh, requests have donated and now are regular donors or regular subscribers to the cause. All this is that counterintuitive thinking like a freak. Lessons that Bob's learned that he's trying to apply to his life. Hey, it's me, Nick. Thanks for listening. I really wasn't ready for that refrigerator cat exercise. And that's okay, because with a creative partner like Bob, I'm still going to get the lesson out of it and not just a feeling of failure. With that kind of support, it's easy for me to take a chance and occasionally think like a freak. Have a great day.